Welcome to the Nooner Show, where we explore the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, but most of all, they're inspiring. Here are your hosts, Jackie Wallace and Gina Guccini. It's Nooner time. Hello. And, oh, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Yeah, it's a beautiful day today. It is. Sunny. Not too cold. Just a little crisp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was half paying attention to you because I was... I was on your phone? On my phone, but, but... Scrolling social media. No, not at all. I was looking for... Getting envious you, of everybody else's life. Not at all. Because it looks like they have a better life than you do. No, not at all. You know what? I just mm. heard a quote that said, Instagram famous is like Monopoly rich. Really? Yeah. Isn't that a great quote? It is a, that's really, a, that's true. Instagram famous is just like being when Monopoly, Monopoly rich. rich. Yeah. Mm. I'm not good at either. <laughs> no, I wasn't scro- scrolling social media for that, but it oh. was Judy Bloom. Yes. An author. Mm-hmm. I recently saw her on the Today Show. Yeah. And she has, she's 84 years old. She's yeah. been writing for 50 years, 50 plus years. And when she first started, she just wrote books. And she didn't worry about the topics or right. the content right. or the fact that the book might get banned. Which it did. It did in the past. and it. And I think it's actually still banned and it today. it still is. It so still is. So you know what book that is? Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now think about... So we've got, by the way, Michael Robinson is in the house, who is our guest today. We're going to get to his story, but listen to this, Mike. You're welcome to join in on this conversation. So she wrote the book 50 years ago. And she just wrote it to write it. Just wrote it to write it, which apparently I did a little research on her too. And she, um, that's how she did all her books. Mm -hmm. Like she just wrote and it got banned. A book with that topic. In the 80s. In the 80s, right. So it's not even that long ago, if you think about it. It's longer than you realize. Well, I guess compared to what topics, what kids are reading today. It's just hard to believe that a book like that would have been banned. Well, and it's for those who don't know, it's the it's about a young girl who goes through young girl issues. Right. And the changes of, of her body. Right. Which we talked about her period and right. stuff like and that. And so that's what it's about. And it it caused, you know, and it still continues to cause problems. Well, the interesting thing is I think it's still technically banned on yeah, paper, well maybe. you know, which, and here you go, 50 years later, some young producer comes across that book and says, this needs to be a movie. Yeah. And now they're going to put a movie out. And, and this 85-year-old lady is out touring, um, being interviewed for this movie on a book that was banned 50 years ago mm-hmm. and is still banned in today's society with all the social media and all the stuff that kids are reading and looking at. And the, that book is still banned. It's kind of mind blowing to me. Crazy? She says in a quote, or she says, when I began writing, I didn't know if anyone would publish my books. I wasn't afraid to write them. I was lucky. I found an editor and a publisher who were willing to take a chance. And that encouraged me. I was never told I couldn't write. I only felt that I had to write the most honest books I could. It never occurred to me at any time what I was writing was controversial. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that interesting? Crazy? And you know what else she said? I was reading um, that she said kids should be able to read anything. Like, just let them read anything. Yeah. Don't 
don't hide anything, don't hold anything back, let them read anything, and then have conversation. Yeah. It's called being involved in what they're reading. Yeah. Instead of trying to avoid it, hide it. And you can't today with social media with social because media. they're reading a lot more stuff than we've ever even heard of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. maybe that's part of the fear too, is having conversation and something that as adults, we don't really understand or know about. Certainly. Yeah. Hard to say. But anyway, the, the thing I find fascinating with her is it kind of goes back to like a lot of the things that we talk about on our show, which is, you know, people are taking the leap of faith. They're pursuing their dream or whatever their goals and things sometimes don't work out or they look like they're not going to work out. And you never know what's going to happen down the road. Um, who hears about your idea or whose hands it gets into. And that might be the tipping point for your career. You just don't give up on it. She never gave up on it because it was banned. And today they're making a movie out of it Mm -hmm. 50 years later. So to me, I thought that was the coolest part of the whole story. It's like 50 years ago, I'm sure when they, you know, and and think about women writing. That's the other thing. I mean, she was a pioneer writing 50 years ago about topics like that. Women, you didn't do that stuff. Mm -mm. Someone who knew there path of self-expression exactly yeah. right Absolutely. right so i thought that was interesting interesting so you just got to stay with it if it's something you believe in stay your you course just stay your stay your course stay in your lane don't worry about getting banned don't worry about what anybody else thinks or says because you don't know down the road it it's going to resonate with somebody there's eight billion people in the world yes somebody else is going to like it or believe in it very good Right? Right. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Right. Anyway, so we have a really interesting guest on today. Yeah, who's going to talk about staying the course. Speaking of staying the course. So um, as I mentioned, Michael Robinson. And Michael Robinson is the personification of self-discovery. In fact, it's the moniker he uses for many years now. Michael is the head trainer at Planet Fitness in Lapeer, as well as a member of the Training Advisory Council for their franchise, Impact Fitness. He's a lifelong martial arts teacher, life coach, and over 30 years of experience of studying the mind, body, and spirit connection. These avenues have given him the tools to navigate all facets of life. He now uses those same skill sets to support his mission of teaching and enhancing the lives of others, as well as the community as a whole. Michael's here today to share the long-term benefits of aligning the mind, body, and spirit. Welcome to the Nooner Show. Glad to be here. Yes. So anyway, um, first of all, you have a raving fan who asked to be in the studio today, Mr. John Paul Wallace, a musician, a local a musician, and he he's a big fan. And uh, actually, you well, have likewise, a, you know? like oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, but you do have a lot of fans when when the subject of fitness, mind, body, and spirit come up. You're considered a guru in in that uh, industry that. so so we're excited to have you here today and um, as I mentioned to you the month of January Gina and I dedicate that month to bringing in different people that can help set the year for success we debunk the whole New Year's resolutions because we know that that doesn't work I think you probably see it you. all I'm the time you. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, 
And so what we try and do is bring in different people that can say, okay, let's try this and let's try and make this year better than last year or, or just even make, you know, today better than yesterday. And what do we do to get things to stick and to stay? So, but before we get into this eye-opening conversation that we're going to have with you today, I want you to give us a little bit of the backstory of how you got into the work you do today and how you created success with it. All right. So uh, it's been, it's been a heck of a journey. You know, I definitely, um, just like you mentioned, Judy, she found her vehicle of self-expression. That's very much been my path. My path um, through the martial arts from a young child, I was drawn to it, and it was a way for me to express myself because I'm very introverted and a select, you know, select venue, so to speak. If you see me in the club or at the gym, it's a whole different story. So it's definitely just, um, it's definitely my path in general. Okay? So did Everything. you, you always knew that? Always, always. Oh, always, okay. Always since, you know, beyond, you know, it's like generational Okay. Historical, you know, hard to even say. It's hard to even put in words. Um, but basically, my path was one of adversity. Many, many challenges, you know, um, inside and out. Like how? Like how, well, say, just finding my voice, mm-hmm. finding my voice. Um, the martial arts was my way to do that. Of course, martial arts and fitness sometimes go hand in hand, as well as life coaching. Okay. Right. So as I became a sensei, a teacher, I had the ability to reach many, many different people from many different paths. I found something that resonated with me from within, beyond body, soul, mind. Um, And it's definitely given me every avenue to just basically express myself and live by example. Okay, when I get into the gym and fitness, um, I'm feeding off that energy. I'm feeding off the desire to be more, the desire to find some potential within oneself, Um, whether it's in, whether it's just somebody needs that extra nudge, you know, I'm going to be there for them and I'm going to lead by example. Were the martial arts the first, like the first formal training you had? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And what made you start with martial arts? Um, it's just something that it was a calling, very much a calling. Were you, how old were you when you started? I was started about nine years old. Oh, um, very young. When wow. I got into my first formal lessons was, you know, around 12 and it never really stopped from there. Right. Now you're like a seventh degree black belt. Is yes, that ma'am. right? Yes, ma'am. Yes. That's and a, a, you used the word sensei earlier yes. and yes. explain to us a sensei is? Sensei is essentially a teacher, but it's a role model is how it translates to, or one who's gone before. Okay. So a sensei can be a moniker in many different, or a label, so to speak, in many different venues. Like my man, JP, he's a sensei in the music game. Right. Um, so for me, it's just, it's something that I embody. So with martial arts, is it more about the mind or the physical? Like when you say that you feed off the energy, is it that you try and do better, try and do more? Is it physically that you're trying to buff up or is it um, mentally that you're trying to work on your mind, like get your mindset to as a within, different level? As within, as without. So it's definitely comes from within. Um, definitely you can manifest transformation physically. Um, you always want to be able to hold yourself confidently and perform to the best of your ability, no matter what the task is. Um, so it can be physical, but it's definitely driven from the mind and from the spirit. So do you think that one of the reasons why we don't stick to our goals, because they say New Year's resolutions last about eight weeks sure. for about 90% of the people, uh, and, and I'm sure you see it at the gym, mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. January Absolutely. one, this January two, season. it's packed, right? <laughs> this is and it. then it starts. Yep, it starts thinning out. Absolutely, yep. it's definitely a thing. So has it already started? It hasn't started yet. We are we are full till right now. Yeah, it's on. Yeah. <laughs> So, well, hopefully they're listening to the Nooner Show and they're trying some of the... Hard to find a sp- uh, parking space there. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But then you get some extra steps in. It's all good. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gina, okay, so Gina's being a little sarcastic right now because I went to the gym yesterday. I was on the phone with her and I found the first parking spot open by the door. I was like, oh, it's the first one. She goes, well, you're not going to have any, you're not going to get any steps. So I was like, that's fine. <laughs> Shut up, Gina. <laughs> anyway, um, so... win. Do you think that part of the reason why we don't stick to things, like, for example, let's use the gym, yes, um, because that seems to be a common, real popular one, is because we're not working from the inside out. Like, we're trying to make transformation, trying to make change externally from the outside in versus the inside out. Very much so. I think you're onto it. Absolutely. So how do you, but... How do you do that? Like most people don't realize that. How do you find your why? Yeah, like there you, you go. Absolutely. You, you have, have to, to know why, why you have you're going to do it. Like I'm going to do this because. So yeah, how so, how do you find your why? Well, you know, there's two different ways, two different factors. Yeah, intrinsic factors and extrinsic factors. You know, you definitely got to find that internal, um, that internal, definitely, like you said, why. Maybe your father, okay. Maybe, maybe you're, uh, you know, a mentor, okay. Um, you need to find that purpose. Okay. And now it's very, it's very difficult in this day and age because we're surrounded by, by doubt, division, alienation. Okay. Right. And that's, that can be external as well as internal. So people's battles, you know, you don't really know what those are. You know, you got to find something that resonates, connect and, and take that step. You know, the old, the old journey of a thousand miles starts with a single step. You know, let's, let's just get there and, Move from contemplation to action, preparation, action, you know, and just make some moves, you know, make some moves and have some fun doing it. Yeah. And I think you're right. Um, You know, the whole idea of having um, passion in anything is not a popular subject today. Nobody wants to hear that. Everybody, misery loves company. Sure enough. And people don't want to see you change either. Your circle can sometimes be the thing that holds you back the most. Very much so, very much so. Speaking mm-hmm. some truth here, for sure. When you started then, what was your why? Uh, my why was definitely um, looking, following the steps of role models, you know, things of that nature, whether it's, you know, Bruce Lee or the uh, infamous ninja. Okay. okay, so role models not necessarily in your family then, role models the on TV who, or whatever. people okay. who were empowered. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was something that resonated with me. That's something I wanted those things, you know, what, and I wanted to know whether they were just mysteries or whether they were reality. Mm. What do you, what do you um, see that does work? Like with the people that you either coach sure. or the people in the gym, like the ones that actually stay with something when they say they're going to make a change and they actually stick to it. What is it that works? Why, why does it work for them? Uh, continual encouragement. And assessment and rewarding them. Okay, um, basically, I have lots of lots of members. We have six thousand members at our gym. Okay, I wow. have students in my organization, my martial arts organization worldwide. All right, there's people from all different walks of life. Okay, basically, what I like to do is, first of all, communicate with the person. Okay, really make a connection. Okay, as soon as you have that connection, you have that in. Okay, what does that, it, what are you trying to find out from somebody when you're communicating with them and making a connection? What are you trying to learn or, or 
what do you, I'm sure you're trying to get in their head. I'm trying to find something concrete that I can identify, whether it's internal or external. Okay. okay. As soon as I can make that connection, we're in business. Okay. We can, we can make some moves. Okay. We can, we can definitely set a goal. Okay. Set one goal, low, low hanging fruit. All right. As soon as they achieve that, Okay, then their confidence builds. And this is when someone is new to your... Yep, new to, new to the gym, new, new to the, the club. New to the gym, absolutely. That's the, the connection you make. Absolutely. What about people who come in and they don't, want, they don't want that interaction? They just want to come in, they want to do their thing, they don't want to be bothered with banter or... There's always, there's always going to be those individuals. You that's know, me. And I, and bit, <laughs> you know, eventually kind of. I break them down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. <laughs> They're on the, he's on the show. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. So, I mean, those, those, in, everybody has a different path, a different method of expressing right. themselves, you know, whether it's through um, fitness or other. And definitely, you know, long as you're genuine, the connection is going to be made right. one way or right. another. Okay. And we, we're in this together. Right. And I think that there's no one right way and what works for me doesn't work for you or what works for you right. doesn't. And, and I think that's where we, we say, oh, what did you do? Or how did you get? And then oh, I'm going to do that. And you know what? That's not, there's, it's the right time, right place, right program, right? Uh, sure. And I think we forget that because just because you did it doesn't mean it's going to work for me. That's true. How That's do you, true. how do you get people in the mindset that they have their own path? Because all too often, oh, I came here because, you know, sure. my brother's uncle's cousin said, yeah. how do yeah, you, yeah. how do you help them understand that? Again, I think I, I make the connection. Okay. I, I deal with lots of individuals with lots of challenges, whether it's, you know, physically um, and, and so forth. You know, my focus at this time and my fitness path is medical fitness. Okay. Everybody that comes in says, okay, I've, I have this particular issue. Okay. Whether it's an orthopedic issue, what have you. All right. Um, they, they think, they look at me and say, hey, you're fit. You're good to go. You know, I, right. you know you, you're always been this way, this and that. They don't realize that I have a total hip replacement on my right side. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, so I have, a, you know, I have been through what they've been through. So once mm -hmm. I make that connection, okay, they say, okay, it instills a little bit of confidence, all right? And also trust, okay, trust. So developing that trust um, allows me to get a little bit deeper and a little bit motivating in different ways. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. How do you get into somebody's mindset to help them change their mindset? Get as much, get as much time with them as possible, you know, follow up, follow up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Somebody, somebody mentions something to me in just a uh, conversation. I think about that. Okay. Sometimes I'll go back and research a question that they might've had. I come back mm -hmm. and they say, wow, he really cares. You know, and actually that, I, cause I do, um, I want to know how to make lasting change. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to make lasting change that affects others, you know, that others can lead by example. All right. You know, you, you have people look up to you no matter what role. Okay. You're always trying to set a good example. Okay. Um, in the, in the fitness role in my, in my club, I'm, I'm supposed to be a fitness ambassador. Okay. And I definitely aim to be everything that that is. All right. I want to be a resource. I want to be valuable to the people and to the community as a whole. All right. So I continue my education. It continues and continues and continues. And I, you know, the more I'm learning, the more, you know, the more I can help and the more I can serve. What, what is the driving factor be, behind there or the driving force for you? Because um, I'm going to take it to coaching sure. for a minute. It's, it's difficult to coach people who don't really want to make change or they say they want to make change, but they don't want to do the change that 
is required. And that's really difficult. It's hard. Um, so what's the driving force for you that makes you want to keep working with people and working with them to try and, and help them discover their best self? What's the driving force? That's an excellent question. Um, I think it's a little bit of hope, okay? mm. <laughs> a little bit of, uh, you know, a desire for, for the world as a whole to be a little bit better, a little bit, you know, a little bit more on track. Okay? So when you do divide. it, that's, that's the, when you do it, do you do it as like, you know, I want to change the world or do you do it as, you know what, I'm going to just hopefully impact one person who will then go out and impact maybe one more person? Definitely. Is that how you do absolutely, it? Absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah. I look for the big picture, but it all starts with the small steps. Yeah. If I, you know, if I can impact one life, they're going to take that experience and share it with maybe two more. Two more shares it with maybe four more, okay? But I'm always looking for impacts, okay? That's actually what our, our the name of our franchise is, is Impact Fitness, okay? And we're oh. looking to make impacts on the daily, Okay, the life stories, the the people coming back with success, yeah, um, and, and we, you know, we we feed off that to a certain extent because that's yeah. what we're here to do. It's a purpose. We're you know we have core values, okay, and we yeah. have, we're here to inspire, support, serve, and change lives. Yeah, see, you you definitely stand out though, and um, I mean, there's a, a lot of people that, well, for example, at the gym that you can tell love what they're sure. doing, but you are really immersed in it. You're very different. You can tell that it's more than just people coming in to look better. It's a whole, you're trying to do, help them do a complete transformation Absolutely. with their mind, body, and spirit and everything else. Um, so let me ask you this, because when I think of martial arts, for example, sure. um, I'm drawn to somebody with that kind of mindset because it's it's all about discipline and focus, right? Sure, absolutely. So it's not even about, um, like you have to have a certain mindset, I think, to be able to become a, um, a seventh degree black belt. It's yes. not just physical, right? Not just physical. Not so, it's not so, so much. Once we get to a certain levels, it's giving back. Yeah. So how do you, um, I mean, I guess you'd have to take the program to learn how to get that mindset. Sure. But for example, somebody who's listening today, like I would love to have that kind of discipline and focus, but I don't want to go into martial arts. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so like, how would I start? How do you well, start? How would I start training my mind? Training your mind. Well, there's a, there's a term that we use in Japanese. It's called fudoshin. That is the immovable mind. All right. So it's setting your resolve. All right. And being un unshakable at that, at that stage. Um, it, you can use that in different, you know, related to whatever your passion is or whatever your path is, whether it's a sport, whether it's an art form, as far as music goes, um, and just learn and learn what motivates you. It's really an internal reflection. So to be unshakable means that you would be, you'd have to be certain. Certain. Absolutely. And it's also, you have to persevere. So it's perseverance. Yeah. So, but, but to get to that state, sure, is that something that, like, you can't, can you learn that? Or can you, or is it something that? I think that, you can learn it. I think you can learn it. But uh, it's definitely something that you really got to uncover. Like a diamond, diamond encrusted, you know, it's definitely something, you know, that has to be, you have to be a little bit different. You know? yeah. In about a month from now, when people stop coming and there's a lot of parking spots available. Sure. What's the biggest reason they tell you? Well, you know, biggest reason is 
life. This happened, work happened, family happens, you know, um, this is happening in the world. Um, I, you know, why should I do this anymore? Okay, things of that nature. So it's, and it's really, it's really disheartening at times. Um, But you have to understand, you have to have some empathy, all right, and find out how you can, you know, shift that mindset a little bit, you know. And I think it's, uh, it's difficult with everything that is going on in the world all the time, not just now, uh, you know, with, um, the economy with whatever, um, we get bombarded with the noise. And I think that's the other part of, you know, the whole mind, body, and spirit is it's, it's one thing to sit and eat bad food. You know, you're going to gain weight, sure. but you're, when you're feeding your mind with bad information, which it, I'm sorry, but the news yes. <laughs> or any social, most social media, overload. Yeah. yeah, it's, you're kind of, you're screwing yourself just by what you're putting into your head. Absolutely. When people walk away, what's the likelihood that they'll come back in a, in, in a relatively short or long period of time? Well, you know, we have statistics at the gym as, to far, as far as the more people who take classes, okay, since I run 10 to 14 classes a day, the more people who take those classes, the more opportunity I have to impact and the retention is actually much longer. Okay? Oh, okay. It's actually statistics as far as that goes. So as soon as I get them in the door and I get that experience and I get them in the class and they are having a good time, it's going to last. They make okay? the commitment. It's going to last. And, and I have tons and tons of regulars. You know. I, oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> and and for the, the person who has walked away already sure. and wants to come back to their club, your club, any club, or any program, what word of advice? Because, you know, you've, you're like, oh, I started it. I had a bad weekend. I had a bad week. Uh, and now I've thrown it all away. What? And and you know what? For me, you you beat your own self up because you're sure. like, oh, I'm so sorry, I failed. Sure. You know, I failed you. But really, they didn't fail you. They failed themselves, Absolutely. and they need to try again. What word of advice or words of advice can you offer that person who's listening who says, I walked away and I shouldn't have, and now you know I don't. I'm embarrassed to. They're embarrassed. They're embarrassed sure. to go back. Sure. You can always begin again. Definitely, ideally, come back to Planet Fitness where we embody the culture and we're going to remember you and we're going to say, hey, let's start again. Let's do this. It's time to reassess. You know, we had a young lady in class the other day who was just like, I, I'm just negative self-talk, right? I'm, I'm so weak. You know, I need to get stronger. I said, no, you're stronger. You are here. Okay. This, it's, t- it's time to make that move. Um, I remember people from two or three years ago. And they come back in the door and say, Mike, you're still here. And I'm like, yes, I am. Well, let's do this. <laughs> Where let's would I go? <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and, you know, just take that step. Take sure. that step. You know? How do you um, blend uh, the martial arts, the physical fitness part, and the coaching? Perfect, perfect. So how do I blend those? I think just, again, by embodying it, okay? Um, martial arts, as far as being a teacher, is a coaching method as well as a fitness instructor method. So I have to be a little bit of all those things. When I'm in the, when I'm in the gym, I'm definitely um, coinciding breath with movement. Okay. I'm looking at things that are ADLs, activities of daily living. Like, so yeah, we want to be able to pick things up and put things down, but we want, as my coach would say, we want muscles that go, not muscles that show. So I'm, you know, I'm, oh. I'm trying to, you know, Again, make that lasting change and apply it to life. Okay, 
we're not always going to be just pumping some iron, cur- right. doing some curls, but we are going to be moving, reaching for the keys, grabbing the kids and doing bear crawls, you know, with the, with the grandkids, you know. Right. <laughs> so it's, you know, just make it a part of everything you do. Because the other thing, too, is how you do anything is how you do everything. You got it. And if you can work with your mind in the gym at the same time, that translates into, okay, you can also do it then with your goals and your dreams and businesses you want to start or music careers you want to, um, you know, excel at or whatever. Everything ties in. It all bleeds it over. It does. And it's like you said, then coaching, I mean, we can look at behavior change, you know, and mm-hmm. that's essentially the soft skills of being a fitness trainer. So you're making, you're making change from within. It's not just about the physical changes. Um, you know, people get obsessed with that, but then, you know, they realize that, you know, things change. The right. body changes, the goals change, you know, the avenue of expression, it changes, you know, and the why changes sometimes as well. Right. And they're finding today with all the research that you, you have to work your mind Absolutely. to, it all starts within. Definitely. I mean, and, and, Physical moving affects the oxygen that goes to your brain and everything else. So 100%. it's all interrelated. You can't really do one without doing the other. Yeah, you can't. Uh, I always go to the three pillars of wellness. You know, you've got a balanced nutrition, balanced physical training plan, and then also rest. But rest is recovery. That's also the mental aspect. Mm-hmm. Definitely. People who are listening today, how can they find you? Social media, website? Absolutely. You can uh, check me out at www dot triadicmartialarts.com. That's a little tricky, but that's T-R-I-A-D-I-C martialarts.com. You can also find me on facebook.com forward slash triadic arts. All right, definitely. And, and we're going to post those links too. We'll, we'll definitely. have those we'll links. Those and links. so can people get a hold of you for coaching? Um, Absolutely. What about private training? Private training is mostly uh, martial arts and life coaching as far as that goes. Okay. Well. And I you know, I teach to select groups. Okay. okay. It's, not a, it's not a commercialized approach. It's, a, it's an approach that is um, by design. Okay. okay. People, people seek me out okay. at and this your, stage in the game. Your gym is in which city? Lapeer, Lapeer, La- Michigan. Mm-hmm. So if you want specific fitness training, come to Planet Fitness in Lapeer and we will hook you up. I can get you a program. Yeah. I can get you into specific classes. Um, they're all available as part of your membership and there's a ton of great people. Yep. And so... One piece of advice that you would leave our listeners with to set up their year for success of whatever it is they're going to do, where would they start? And you can do it from a coaching point of view or um, a trainer, however. Make that, make that step, okay? I know I kept saying that, but from contemplation to preparation to action, all right? Take, okay. that, take that step, whether it's making a call, calling your buddy or that says, hey, let's get to the gym. Would you go with me? You know, use that accountability partner and just just make that initial move. And I promise it's going to change. You know, it's going to change. So just take that first step. Take Take it from idea. Take that first step. If somebody has to give you a little bump, you know, that's all good, you know. All right. Thank you. Yes. Well, I'm ready to rock and roll here. (laughs) Well, thank you, Michael. Before we rock and roll, we're going to toss the cookies in whichever way the prongs land. That fortune is meant for you. So here we go. Mine's the pink one. You are admired by many for your positive attitude with mind, body, and spirit. 
Your true home. love is sitting across from you in mind, body, and spirit. Is that Angina? Oh, is that Angina? John Paul. <laughs> yeah. Does that's I'm, right on I'm the thing. doing little hearts to you. Oh, boy. hearts back, Angina. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. Unexpected good luck is on its way to you in mind, body, and spirit. All right. I Ooh. Love I love it. You cannot succeed without failing in mind, body, and spirit. Okay. So you got to keep trying. Uh, the best things in life take time with mind, body, and spirit. Oh, there you go. Our other in-house guest, our yes. studio audience, Ed and John Paul, thank you for joining us. Yes, and Michael, thank you. More than welcome. Thank you for having For me. sharing your story and your input. And remember, sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.